Welcome back to the DJ Sessions, where we feature the best DJs and producers from around the world. I'm your host, Darren, and right now we're sitting in the ITV Live studios in Seattle, Washington, and on the other end of the phone, all the way coming, I hope I got this right, it's from LA, because I don't know where 310 is at, it's Jess. Jess, how you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you so much. Yeah, all the way to LA. <laughs> all the way. Close. Now, what, what part of LA are you in with the 310 down there? Well, I, I'm actually, I'm in West Hollywood, and I'm, I also work uh, our studios in Toluca Lake, so I go back and forth. Pretty pretty close, five miles distance. Nice. Forth, I, I used to live yeah, down in Orange nice. County, down in Newport Beach, so know what it's like down there. Always a lot of fun, and uh, sometimes get to go down and visit Hollywood from time to time and hang out with friends. And so... Yeah, nice. Um, so you're, you just got out uh, of... Producing a new music video called Happy with Austin Leeds and Redhead Roman. Tell us a little bit about that song and what it means to you. Yeah, well, it means a lot to me because especially, I think, you know, um, I was working with Austin for a while and uh, met Redhead Roman from uh, Czechoslovakia. Really talented, great producer, so much fun to work with. Um, you know, we're not even working in the same room unfortunately but really easy to communicate and positive people and just wanted to write something not even so much about like a relationship but maybe the relationship about you know life and just about how you have to look at the bigger picture and sort of appreciate the simple things and um so that's really what it's about um and we made a great music video. I, I've been having this idea for a really long time. Uh, I have um, a couple of friends, many friends with dogs, and I'm a huge dog lover. Um, and so uh, there's one up the street for me, Joey, who's got so much personality and just, <laughs> he's just so funny because he's so, you know, bored inside. But as soon as he goes outside, he's so happy. So. Um, my friend Eric Monjon uh, and I made this video, and actually there is a GoPro on Joey, so I have to say that Joey made this video too. And we just went out and tried to capture him in some really funny places and with his friends, and you know, I think it, it succeeds in making you smile, and um, it's also, I've been posting it with the hashtag, what makes you happy, and you know, it, it's interesting post something like that and people really want to join in and they start to think about it so Absolutely. Cool. Uh, after I watched the video, I was smiling all the way through. He's throwing a Boston Terrier, and they're, you know, having a dog like that. Just, I know what you mean. They get bottled up inside, but then want to get out and release, and they're so energetic and so outgoing and so lovable. Um, it was a really cute video, a very powerful message and, and song as well. You know, so thank um, you. You know, speaking about making movies, making music videos, if, if Hollywood were to make a movie about your life, who would you pick as the main actor? Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, you know. I mean, it's funny. Um, God, I don't know. I'm really, I'm so, like, trapped in the, I'm so in the music world that I don't even, like, watch as much many things as I, I should. I remember uh, many years ago, because, um, you know, I have very, very curly hair mm -hmm. and uh, a big curly head of hair. And uh, I used to uh, get stopped uh, and people used to say I look like Sarah Jessica Parker. Mm -hmm. And I've actually 
signed her uh, signed her autograph a couple of times. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's really funny, but I don't get that so much anymore. Uh, and not that I would think of her to be playing me, because I think you have to be maybe a little tougher. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. Who do you think? That's a that's a great question. You know, I would say almost a, a younger Sarah Jessica Parker. Um, you know, in the sense of of her early days and the early Sex in the City when she was just getting into New York and 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 taking on her career, and then I don't I'd like to see it be a series of of like going through your whole career of you know yeah. of everything you've been through. I think that would that would be awesome. Um, there could be a lot. I mean, wow, there could be a few different ones there. Now you now you got the host stumped. I know, I know. I mean, people people always want to do that, you know. I mean, um, like follow you around and mm-hmm. see all the things you do, like in the day. Um, I think I would go crazy if I was on a you know reality type of series. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's definitely a got a lot of good stories in there mm-hmm. and the adventures. And coming yeah. coming out of uh, making music videos, producing music. Have you ever experimented with mixing audio and video at the same time? Uh, not in the sense of making a music video and making the video go to like a like a traditional music video, but actually doing something where there's a you know part of your live performance is including live video production as well. Or if you haven't done that, is that something you'd like to try out? Yeah, definitely. You know, it's funny you said that. I I haven't actually really done that. I mean, the video DJing thing was really. Uh, becoming very popular, I think like two years ago or something. I know mm-hmm. it, it is very popular. When you make a video, you have to make it, you send it out to like all the DJs because um, they're doing that. But it's funny, I was performing and it was an, uh, with Marcus Schultz one night and he was showing me some stuff that he was doing with incorporating uh, the video and DJing at the same time. And I have played with some programs, you know, making my own visuals uh, with some programs you can do putting putting video to music but i've never done it like you know in front of an audience it's always give it to somebody else Mm -hmm. but uh i think it would be really cool uh to try and to do that you know yeah it's 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 definitely um come a full circle i remember when i first saw it um an artist by the name of cb shaw was claiming to be one of the first video djs where he would take like you know an eminem track and mix it with an eurythmics track and right. but play the videos on the screen at the same time with the track. It was really wow. like how he was, and how he was working it. It wasn't the technology wasn't developed yet, but he was going a roundabout way of making it happen and would do shows that were able to be live mixed. So it wasn't like some canned thing where he'd press a play button and here's my show. He was actually be able to change right. things up right on the fly, which is really awesome. And so going into if, if you had to pick one of your productions as as one of your most favorite one. Right. Which one would that be, and, and is there a thought behind it for it to be your favorite? Hmm. Wow, that's a big one. Um, let's see. Uh, uh, I mean, you know, I when I'm making my albums, I'm really uh, making them more. Uh, they're still electronic, a little more pop electronic than the the remixes and things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. Um, so, I mean, I really like, um, you know, there's a song on my album called Halfway Gone on High Glow, and I really like that. I mean, but personally, I love sort of that mid-tempo, a little bit, 
hip-hoppy, a little bit sparse and minimal in production. I think that's why one of the reasons why I really actually I do love the production of As the Rush Comes. Even though it's, you know, such a long time ago, it was very minimal and sort of like, just sort of back to the point. So I tend to, tend to like productions like that. So, um, I really love also, I have to say, Hard to Cure. I don't know if you've heard it. It's a song I did with ATB. Okay. And every time I play that song, it's just really uplifting. It's kind of a little bit more dense, but the combination of the of the chords and and just the beat and it's just really uplifting i always get so excited when i hear it <laughs> so that's, awesome. that's actually really really popular one and is there something you would like to to say to new and up-and-coming producers to watch out for when making their career successful well i think most importantly you know you have to think like you've been it's a business you know as mm-hmm. much as it is it's um, you know, unfortunately, it is. If, if that's what you want to make your your work and your life and your you know career to be, and I think you have to start smart in the beginning and and sort of you know make sure you do uh, simple contracts with people you work with, you know, uh, just so you start at a place you know where you both know exactly where you want from each other. Um, I think it's good to have a plan when you're making something, you know, what, where you want it to go, you know, what do you envision it being? Um, I think you have to think a little bit big, you know, um, when you're making something, when you're designing your music, uh, you know, know where you're going, see it, and focus, you know, practice. I mean, I, I don't think that it falls out of the sky especially not these days, but you really have to sort of uh, work hard at it and make sure, you know, that it has something special and individual in it so that it sticks out in all of the music that's out there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you work with a number of, of artists, producers, people out there. It Right now, which up-and-coming producer would you put in the spotlight? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, well, you know, it's funny. I was uh, there's been some interesting tracks out in the last couple of weeks. Um, there was a, a track I just put. I think it was in my last uh, UTB. I, let's see. Uh, it might be UTB 158. Uh, Pierce Fulton has a new track out, and it's very interesting. It has a really good good sound. I think he's he's doing something cool. You know, it's it's a little crossover, but still. You know, you when you listen to it, it's sort of out of the box. It's a little retro. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would love to do something with him. Um, I think Andrew Bayer's been doing. He's really had a good run of things. I'd love to do something with him. Uh, I play a lot of sick individuals. Harris and Simo, I really like. Uh, Eric Prince, I really like. A track. Should I go on? <laughs> you get the list probably would be almost. Could take up the whole rest of the interview. <laughs> well, no, it's funny. It's funny because um, I, I'm always thinking. You know, there's so, there's really a lot of good people out there, and I'm always looking. You know, because I do my Unleash the Beat show weekly. Mm-hmm. I get so I get so many promos, and I get a lot of up and coming people too, and people that I think have a lot of, you know, may have a little bit more way to go. But it's exciting when you 
find some people that are, you know, got something. So mm-hmm. I'm always got my ears open, that's for sure. I, and, I you mm-hmm. know, it's a long one. And Unleash the Beat, that is now up to, you said, uh, is it 158 episodes? Uh, or actually, I just did my 159th episode. Yes. Congratulations. On Monday. Yeah. Awesome. And Thank you. When do those shows come out? Is it, It's weekly, correct? Yeah, it's weekly. Um, it's syndicated to many shows. It's also on, like, uh, uh, DIFM. It's on uh, the main stage channel, I believe it's today, tonight. Um, it comes out. And then what happens is it's on in many different countries. So it, get, it gets sent out, like, week 159 is going out to the radio. Mm-hmm. And fans get 158, unless you're listening to the vibe on the station. And then it goes out next week. So it's always, like, a little bit one behind. Mm-hmm. And then it goes a lot to the blogs and, you know, internet stations and stuff as well. We're on, we're on like, five terrestrial stations in, in the U.S. and... Uh, Argentina and India and all over. I'm always trying to, you know, expand it. Um, and it's been interesting. I really do enjoy it. It definitely keeps me, you know, really listening to what's coming out every week mm-hmm. and keeps me fresh for writing and stuff. Yeah, it's, it's like one of the benefits that I get. Um, I mean, I used to go out to a lot of clubs <laughs> to find my music, and now you can go online to find music. I don't get that much time to go surf online to find music, but shows like yours or even the shows that we do, the DJ sessions, yeah. when the DJs are coming by and playing their sets, uh, they're playing yeah. a lot of stuff I haven't heard yet that they're spending 20 hours a week looking for. <laughs> so I get so much music thrown at me all the time. Um, you know, that's just the new stuff that sometimes haven't, they haven't even played out in the clubs. They'll come and test it out on our show before they go play it on the clubs, which is really right. nice to sort of see that happening. And, and, and also the evolution of music of where it's gone um, you know, from in the past 22 years that I've been in to officially into electronic dance I'm, music. I try not to use the three-letter word there. I but, um, <laughs> <laughs> electronic music, I should say. Um, but, you know, uh, let's say, let's talk about getting out of the studio, out of uh, behind uh, UTV, and, and talk about, you know, when you're out there performing, um, does a bigger crowd satisfy you more? Is there some other magical element that satisfies you? when it comes to playing music for a crowd of people? Um, you know, they, often they say like a smaller crowd is a, a tougher crowd because they're really right there with you, you know, and, and because a larger crowd is really, uh, you kind of have to work the whole entire room. Mm-hmm. So it can be, you know, and you want to connect. I mean, I, I just did a show. I just came back from Russia. I did a show with about 5,000 people who, you know, um, and it was a big stage, nice place. And uh, I remember, like, just looking. You know, I try to look at people, really look at people, because I'm also DJing, but I'm singing, and so I'm really always trying to connect, you know, to people. And um, when you have so many people, you want to get every part of the room, upstairs, downstairs, right, left, you know, center. You kind of want to give everybody a love. So it can be it can be challenging because you've got a lot to think about. You're doing a lot. And you want to be in the moment. But I think I try to do the same thing, whether it's a small crowd or a larger crowd, you know, because um, like all eyes are on you and you kind of want to want to connect with people. So I, I do make a, an effort to really find people within the, the sea of people if it's a big place, you know? Yeah. 
I totally understand what you mean because you, you do travel around the world. No venue is the same unless you go in for you know sound check and get a tour of the place or know the layout because you've performed there before. You're working it right there live on stage, playing live to the audience, and and you know you you want to get that connection. So that's awesome um, that you're able to build that with your audience on whether it's a small intimate level or a, a larger uh, scale event. If you could host an event of your own without any limitations, yeah. name five things you would want to have at that event. So I would definitely, you know, I'd want a really great sound system. <laughs> <laughs> I would love a, a stage, you know, that you really could move around in. Um, I would love some beautiful visuals. I mean, I think, uh, especially with dance music, visuals really do do enhance the experience you know um a lot so i would i would love that um definitely a very good light show uh, to accompany the visuals and everything um an amazing one person a mixer <laughs> per, a personal personal microphone mixer uh, you know and and uh just make sure that the the venue is very comfortable and, and a good feeling mm -hmm. i think i think different places have very different feelings you know especially when you've played so many different places mm -hmm. so i would want it to feel good you know certain layouts are 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 good so i would definitely check that too is there a venue that you've played at that would echo all of those five uh -huh. six things uh -huh. that you that you would say this is the best place i've played uh -huh. and, and, and are you are you allowed to do that <laughs> you're gonna get in trouble well, I, I, I know i know there are well you know, I mean, there's a lot, even in a big, big venue. Oh, God. I was just talking the other day um, that I, I did uh, Heineken Hall in Amsterdam. Mm -hmm. That was really, really very nice. Avalon is a great club, too. You know, everybody goes there. And, you know, um, I played and so, so happy. I really loved it. It was a great venue, too. It was Roseland in New York City. So, I mean, those are pretty big places, but they have a great uh, layout. You know where the, the it's not too all over the place. You know, it's focused on the stage and everything. So those are some of my favorites. Mm, awesome. Yeah, those are some of the best places out there. And um, here's a, here's a, here's something that's a little little off topic. What's what's the weirdest moment when you ever heard one of your own songs play? <laughs> uh, well, the weirdest moment. There are some. Songs. Uh, I was in uh, a hotel, and, and uh, granted, it was in Miami, but it was like a bread. It was like during like lunch, and um, I was eating, and I I heard uh, there was a wedding going on next door. And they actually played the the original acoustic version of Imagination started to to play, and that was really. That was really crazy because, I mean, I, I had, you know, they didn't know I was there. Mm -hmm. So that was very exciting. Um, you know, even, um, even uh, I was walking down the street here in West Hollywood in Santa Monica and I was on the phone and, and this woman was standing next to me and she kept on looking at me and standing there and I was on the phone for like 15 minutes. And I finally got off and she said, are you Jeff? And I said, yes. And she said, I'm listening to your show right now. <laughs> she just <laughs> wouldn't let me go. Yeah, and it was just really funny. So things like that are that's always nice. Um, 
you know, it, it never gets old to hear yourself on the radio. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's still as exciting as ever. So, mm-hmm. you know. Now, I'm on your website today as well, doing a little bit of research. And <laughs> I see that you like to cook. You're, you're sort of a chef. And I don't know if yeah. you knew this or not. We, we do a series that we just <laughs> launched over the summer called the DJ Sessions Beats and Eats, where we actually invite oh, really? DJs to come play in the studio, and then we make dinner, and we film it, and we talk about the meals we're preparing and put up the ingredients. I'm a big foodie myself, so I think I have probably out of the photos on my Facebook and Instagram, probably 80% of them are food pics. Um, <laughs> so I was curious to know what kind of dish you would make if, if you were to appear well, um, there is something that I really loved. It was just so good that I made. It's on my, my my site. It's a butternut squash lasagna. It was very good. And it was, you know, my I started it because I have to, I really love to eat. I really do. And all the bad things. I love to eat too. But I really can't at all. So pretty much, I do have a cheat day, which is Saturday. So I'm always trying to make things that I love as low calorie and healthy as possible mm-hmm. so so that that was one of them um, uh, so I might make you that you know a lot of things are in the Italian world uh, I recently <laughs> I didn't post it yet but I made this rice paper spinach ricotta ravioli so I might make it with a with a raw uh, tomato sauce so I think I might make you that because it was pretty damn good well, that that would be amazing. Um, <laughs> when you're back here in Seattle, we'll have to get you by the studio and, and let you prep all that. Typically, the dishes we try to make are more catered to our audience, and we look to make them like quick, okay. like 15-minute dishes. Something they can make quick okay. for a date or for, for you know, okay. appetizers hanging out. Okay. Um, but we have been known to go a little bit more elaborate than that. And well, it no, sounds no, no. like you would bring it to the table. I mean, like oh, your yeah. music, totally. like your performance, you would bring it to the kitchen and that would be awesome to see when you get to town um is there anything you'd like to let our viewers uh, know about that we didn't get a chance to talk about um you know we covered uh, utv uh what's your website where yeah. people can find out more information about you know, all that fun stuff yeah my website is official jef.com um you know i've been pretty busy doing a lot of a lot of different things um but I had some. I had another beautiful song I wanted to talk about because I I just thought it so beautiful and it came out so great. If I don't say so myself, and it was with a friend of mine, Mr. Tom Paul, and uh, it just came out like a little bit before Happy uh, on Trice. So I'd love everybody to check it out. It's you know it's one of those about your handkerchief uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> songs, but. I think it, it like came from a real place and I think uh, it really resonates. I, I know a lot of people have written me about it. So that one and, and also I have a, a song that I love that I, I've gotten a lot of support for called Here We Go Again and Super Tab and Eight just came by and visited me. They're also friends of mine and they did a really wonderful remix that's out so you should check that out too. Awesome. And the, the Tom Fall and Jess song was called Come Back, correct? Yes. Okay. And then the Cosmic Gate and re, um, and just, is that Yai? Here we go again? Yeah, that's Yai, here we go, and yeah. Okay. That's the one. Super 8 and Tab, awesome guys. Um, you know, Bossy from Cosmic Gate was one of the first DJs we actually ever had 
on our nightlife show back in 2005. Um, was just an awesome performance to see him play here in Seattle um, way back when. And uh, just such a nice guy. Those guys, those guys, all four of them, they rock. And, yeah. You know, rock as well. So one more time on the website, Twitter, Facebook, all that fun stuff. It's uh, my website is officialjef.com. Mm-hmm. And then Twitter is official underscore jef. Uh, you can go to SoundCloud slash jef. And my Instagram is uh, officialjef as well. There we go. Well, you heard it live and direct from Los Angeles. It's Jess on the DJ Sessions. Don't forget to go to our website, thedjsessions.com. Find us on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook. We're all over the place, the DJ Sessions. This is Darren and Jess. We'll talk to you next time. Thank you. You're welcome, Jess. Have a great evening. You too. Bye-bye. Bye.